Welcome to the Beyond Ordinary Woman podcast. Every two weeks, we'll post a podcast version of one of our free training videos, but you can access them now at beyondordinarywomen.org. This episode or series includes downloadable information on our website, beyondordinarywomen.org. Go to resources on the main menu and click on podcast slash video extras. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, welcome to Beyond Ordinary Women. I'm Sharifa Stevens, and I'm here with my friend Susan C. This is the third video of our series of Starting the Road to Racial Reconciliation. And if you haven't seen our previous two videos, go back and watch. It talks about the feelings associated with discovering racial disparities and feeling helpless about what to do about them. And then we continue by talking about what comes next on the journey and uh, considering self-evaluation, a posture of humility, and learning to listen. If you want more resources at any time, or if you would like to see our bios, go to beyondordinarywomen.org. So today, what we're going to talk about is some brass tacks. We're going to talk about do's and don'ts. And we're going to start with one of the bigger do's of interacting with women of color, specifically, since a lot of you are involved in women's ministry. Mm -hmm. Proximity mm -hmm. is one of the biggest things uh, that anyone can do. Um, proximity is, is most beautifully personified in our faith mm -hmm. by the person of Jesus Christ because he became flesh and dwelt among us, yes. right? Mm -hmm. So he was, he, he was not content just to save us, but he was among us. He, he hungered, he experienced thirst, mm -hmm. humiliation, all the gamut of human experiences mm -hmm. to know us and to be able to minister to us. Right. So proximity is a way for us to echo the compassion, love, and incarnation of Christ by uh, hearkening to voices other than our own. Mm -hmm. Do you want to delve deeper into what that looks like on a practical level? Oh, absolutely. I, I think that what I hope people gather from our conversation is, first of all, the need for it. Mm -hmm. So it's necessary if you're going to be a part of the solution and a part of God's solution to this and his response to this racial reconciliation that's needed is the need for us to get out of our comfort zones and to break out of some of our habits of only hearing from one slice and one segment of the community. And when I say community, I'm talking about the community of faith, right? Because the community of faith is diverse is global and it is impactful, but it's very easy for us to only listen to those voices that we agree with, that are familiar to us, that look like us, that sound like us, and yet there's a vast opportunity for multiple perspectives, even on the gospel. Yes. It's, it's truly eye-opening when you begin to read the gospel and listen to the gospel in light of oppression, in light of poverty, in light of 
division and harm and trauma versus a an Americanized view of the gospel, when you begin to have a bigger view of it, it changes things for you. So I would encourage people, proximity begins in, if it cannot begin in your day-to-day -day relationships, which that's an opportunity to begin Absolutely. to look for people to interact with. Uh, what about the books that are on your bookshelf? Yes. What about the podcasts that you're listening to on your phone? Uh, what about the conferences and the workshops that you attend? Are the speakers of diverse voices and perspectives, or are they all monotone, mono, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, they're homogenous. all homogenous, right? Are they homogenous in their perspective and what they're sharing from? Um, there's so many opportunities we have to even open the door to begin to hear multiple voices and perspectives even within our faith community. We have such a, we live in such a great time for that. Mm -hmm. um, like the World Wide Web, mm -hmm. Google, Hello. Um, iTunes and mm -hmm. Apple Podcasts. Yes. And so we, we have such, we have a vast repository yes, yes. of experiences literally in the palms of our hands. Yes. So we don't have to feel like our hands are tied in in where to begin, um, there's, th we literally have that access. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a really uh, essential part of proximity mm -hmm. is the presumption that we are not whole mm -hmm. unless we hear the voices of our brothers and sisters. Yes. And that is so, um, that's so kingdom-like. Yes, it, which is always the perspective that we want to have in this conversation. Absolutely. I mean, if we're going to call ourselves family, then we really should be aware when family members are missing from the table. Absolutely. If one of my children is not home for dinner, I notice that. Mm -hmm. I don't ever say, oh, I didn't even notice you weren't home, mm -hmm. right? There's a sense of my eye is on the family not just the people that I am closest to. Yes, the, and the, the byproduct, no, I wouldn't say the byproduct. The, one of the beautiful products mm -hmm. of, of proximity and, and opening wide the table mm -hmm. is that we care about those who are at our table. Yes. We care about the people who are eating with us, That's right. right? We care about um, the voices that we hear, the, the, the heartbreak, and the joy and, the, joys. and um, the, the fire of, of preaching the word and, and the expressions of worship, we care. Mm -hmm. So, and that's what we, that's the muscle we want to condition mm -hmm. through proximity, mm -hmm. right? Before we even take a step towards reconciliation, we don't want to do it, doing it like a clanging cymbal yes. or a, a sounding gong, mm -hmm. right? It has to be uh, with the fire and motivation and passion that love, godly love, mm -hmm. um, creates, and it humanizes the other. Right. Like it be it 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 helps us to transfer from us and them to us. Mm -hmm. And I'm just I'm gonna be real about this part. Okay. So yeah. like just to be real practical with you, <laughs> sometimes I don't feel as humanized in some of the spaces I go to. And one of the ways that that rears its head mm -hmm. is that people touch me in ways that they wouldn't want to be touched. Isn't that something? Hmm. 
Tell me about that. So they touch my hair and um, they do it without asking. Um, and part of being a person made in the image of God is being a, a woman who has agency. Mm-hmm. And so the difference between a, an image bearer and property is consent and permission, oh, right? Because yeah. I, can, I can pick up this glass without asking it, but people touch me. In the same way, oh, yeah, with no permission, no relationship. No relationship, no intimacy. Mm-hmm. Please, y'all, don't do that. <laughs> it's like a pregnant woman's belly, except mm-hmm. more pervasive. So just don't, don't do that. Is, is there anything that's a don't for you? I, I would say don't be afraid of really looking to make or create relationships with people who look different than you, mm-hmm. um, assuming that they won't welcome you or assuming that, which that's is another true. thing, don't assume that uh, they're going to be hostile towards you or uh, resist you or reject you. That may happen. Uh, that's not, I'm not going to give you the uh, rose-colored, uh, everybody's going to welcome you and they're just looking for you to reach out. So I'm not making that promise. Mm-hmm. At the same time, don't assume that that's going to be the response. Uh, and don't assume that it's going to be um, looked at in an ill light or bad lighting simply because you are going to be intentional about trying to forge these relationships that you've never had before. You're likely to make some mistakes, but at the same time, this is a journey that we're on. I bet that uh, a real useful tool to start on on the relationship journey is Mm -hmm. Be the Bridge to Racial Unity. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a group that welcomes these kinds of discussions Mm -hmm. and uh, is a safe place to begin to Uh, study the concepts that we talked about and also Mm -hmm. do it in the context of community Community. and the safe space it's a safe space Mm -hmm. to discuss even the questions that are hard to ask in other environments Mm -hmm. and what I love about it is that the the aim is reconciliation Mm -hmm. and it is God honoring Mm -hmm. it is it is honoring to all who bear the image of God. And that's really what we're after, isn't it? Yes, it really is. And I thought of another don't that I think is really important as you bring that up, that resource is amazing. Um, And even if you're in community and you create a relationship with a person of color, their story is their story. That's right. Their story does not represent all stories for people of color. Their opinions don't, don't reflect all opinions. Exactly. Yes, mm-hmm. that's a. I think that's a really key note. That's good. Mm. We could end right there. Beautiful. Thank y'all. Thanks for listening to the Beyond Ordinary Women podcast. You can find more podcasts and information about women in leadership by going to beyondordinarywomen.org. This podcast was produced by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries. Our production team includes Evelyn Babcock. Kay Daigle, Kay Halligan, Deborah Herring, Sharifa Stevens, and John Sparks. Theme music, Back in Stride by Don Miller, used by courtesy of Christine Miller.